Welcome to the Week Ahead podcast. I'm market analyst Stephen Daglian, joined as usual by Comsec's chief economist Craig James, and we'll be discussing some of the main things we should be aware of that's coming up in the upcoming week, uh, what could potentially move markets, or at least we should know uh, that uh, are on the horizon. So as usual, Craig, thanks for joining me. Not a problem at all. Where else would you want to be? Yes, <laughs> I can think of a few places where this is up there. Um, look, in, we're in the home stretch now of the, the month, of course, the final week of February. We've had three straight days of losses. Our market has hit the worst levels in, in roughly six weeks. And I think it's clear that our market needed a breather after the gains that we saw in Jan, where we had the best start to a year um, you know, since the mid-1980s. We're moving a little further away as well from the record high that we got pretty close to cracking earlier this month. So at the moment, we're about 4.5% away from uh, from an all-time high. But looking forward, the upcoming week, if you had to pick a handful of things you're watching, what uh, what are they? That's a difficult one. There's a whole lot happening, yes, mm. in the coming week. We've had the corporate profit reporting season. Now it's the economy reporting season. Mm. Yes, And then the highlight, I suppose, for economists is on Wednesday with the, the national accounts figures, the economic growth figures. But for most uh, investors, it's not the highlight at all because it's very back, backward looking. So mm. I think you know, so what we need to look at is probably the, the flavor of the month and the flavor of the year, I think, which mm. is inflation. And also on Wednesday, we've got that monthly read of Consumer Price Index. Hasn't set the world on fire up to date, but um, the perception is that um, in, in inflation, yes, it has peaked. So we'll see that. You know, sort of, I, I think the retail trade figures on Tuesday are going to be super important. And in terms of the United States, um, really, I, I think you know, sort of, uh, next week, um, we'll, we'll be looking at things like you know, the purchasing managers indexes that are coming out from China and the United States. Perfect. And there'll also be uh, plenty of stocks trading ex-dividend, which we'll get to a bit later. That can certainly weigh on yep. on markets. But let's start with inflation, because as you pointed out, that's probably the, the big one next week. Um, this is a monthly read, as you pointed out. It's not a quarterly report. So why have they, the Bureau of Statistics even come out with this monthly rather than just sticking to the quarterlies? Well, I think they've been under a degree of pressure for quite some time because when you think about Australia and New Zealand, probably the only economies in the world that don't produce a monthly inflation report. Uh, so they've hobbled together. One, uh, it's not a true reflection of the, the quarterly consumer price index, but um, uh, there is a perception out there that inflation has peaked. And uh, really, that's going to come under uh, pressure or that, that focus point. Yes, it is really yes, it is going to be occurring over the coming week. Um, the figures coming out on Wednesday, they are for the month of January. Mm-hmm. If we look back in December, it was 8.4% yes, annual growth of the CPI. We get a figure that looks like 75 or 7.7%. Yes, well and truly below that um, level that we saw in December. We could see a reaction in the markets. Now, we do know with the wage price index that we've just had, that was well short of mm. market expectations. And all of a sudden, the share market yes, it puts on about 20-odd points. Yes, because the figures were much yes, lower than expected. So we could have the same sort of implication in terms of uh, the, the, the market yes, this week with, with the readings that, that come through. And uh, what, what do investors want to see? They want to see low rates of inflation so interest rates don't need to, to go up. And uh, therefore, you know, sort of companies can move ahead. And it's not as as, as ex- extensive or um, uh, detailed as the the quarterly no, update, no, right? Not. So, what's the difference between the monthly and, and quarterly? Well, I think it's just the amount of information that you can you know, sort of get into it. You know, sort of so the survey basis 
still gets you know, sort of 100,000 know, sort of type of items can be covered in, in a quarter in terms of price points. You're not going to get anywhere near that mm. order of magnitude. So it's a scaled down version, if you right. like. That's probably the best way to describe it. Sure, but it could definitely still, well, potentially anyway, impact markets if we get a surprise either to the downside or, or upside on, on Wednesday. Yeah, well, if you track it over time, you know, sort of doesn't differ too much you know, from mm-hmm. the, the quarterly measure. So uh, it may not be produced exactly the same way, but it's you know, our, our best guess, mm. if you like, about inflation. And for more economic uh, data as well, we've got, of course, on Tuesday, those retail trade numbers for, for January. Do you think this is going to be important to see how you know spending is, is tracking? Uh, very much the the case, you know. So it was a bit of a shock you know, the December figures with spending falling so much by three point nine percent. But uh, of course, people have changed their behaviour over time. November is now the the, the big month for for, for spending. Uh, the Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you know, type sales. People getting in and buying their goods on the cheap before Christmas and uh, not really waiting for the the post Christmas sales. But we we will have the January figures coming out on Tuesday. And um, again, you know, sort of. Very much a focus on what the the, the headline yes the number come comes through at. Um, if you get you know sort of um, a, a, another weak reading, you know sort of say you get an, another small fall, investors will say, well, why would the Reserve Bank continue to um, he, he push ahead mm. with uh, rate hikes? Mm. Um, uh, so you would get a bit more optimism by, by investors who have to say, okay, um, we're soon to slow down the economy. Uh, we know that inflation is peaking. You know, sort of, um, what am I going to do now? You know, sort of, I might look at some of the growth sectors of the, the share market, consumer discretionary type, type names. They, they might be, you know, sort of worth, you know, sort of paying attention to, or even the technology, you know, sort of sector. Uh, those ones which really rely on growth in the economy, you know, sort of for growth in their share price and their operations. Yeah, so in a, in a nutshell, in the upcoming week, if we get weak retail spending, say it's dropped, and yes. if we get inflation going backwards, yes. that could certainly be... A, a positive for markets that have underperformed, I guess, since the start of this month due to a number of, yeah, of reasons. Yeah, very much the case, yes. So that knee-jerk response when yes. Yes, the figures hit to hit the wires. Yep. And half-year profit reporting season, uh, certainly winding down now, um, wrapping up. We've had most companies on the Aussie market that are going to release their results in, in Feb have already done so. So we've probably got like another couple of days left. But yeah. what are you expecting in the upcoming week and what have you made, I guess, very broadly speaking of the reporting season so far? Yeah, well, as you say, most of the major companies are reported now. So, you know, so now it's just uh, ticking, dotting I's and crossing T's, you know, sort of in terms of companies, you know, so having to report their earnings. Um, if there's a theme, it's inflation. Yeah, so that's the the major theme. Yeah, so that's the theme. Yeah, sort of on economy for economies all the way across across the mm. globe. Yeah, so that's the the key focus points, and that's certainly yeah, sort of highlighted in terms of um, uh, the reports that were seen. Um, uh, Rio Tinto came out yes yeah, so last week, re- reported about the challenging conditions that it faced, and of course it was all about inflation, raw material costs rising, uh, the higher cost of um, energy. Uh, impacting in terms of its operations and so many references to it, you know, sort of during the reporting season. Uh, what we're seeing is companies are being, you know, sort of much more um, uh, careful about, you know, sort of their, their finances. So they're not willy-nilly paying out in terms of dividends. They're keeping some money, you know, sort of at, at hand, perhaps re-channeling it back into to the business. So inflation has been the major theme and uh, 
what we've seen is you know sort of dividend payments have reasonably flat, mm. uh, cash levels are reasonably flat, you know sort of, and a degree of caution moving ahead for for, for companies because they know that there may be further rate hikes down the track. They they know that you know, inflation you know sort of may may not be beaten as yet. So we you know, so where do we go from here? And, and those companies that can pass on the higher costs that yes. are coming in, they have been doing it like Woolies and Coles. The average price rises in the, in the last quarter was something like seven or eight percent higher, and that's been the case across the board. Those that haven't had the ability to pass it on and have been, um, you know, feeling the impact of those high input costs have been punished a bit more than than others. Um, for those wondering, on Monday, Woodside's probably going to be the big one out with its um its profit results. We've got a few others like uh, Downer EDI, um, Appen as well, and on Tuesday you've got stocks like. Um, uh, Adbri, uh, Nickel Industries, and Sanfire Resources, but outside of those, there's, there's not much on the uh, the earnings um, front. Um, outside of that, so we've got updates on China's economy as well next week. Yeah, purchasing manager surveys, you know, sort of super important. Um, uh, the cakes in you know, sort of measure, you know, sort of the measure that comes out from uh, the National Bureau of Statistics is important as well. Purchasing managers, you think of a purchasing manager at a, at a company. Uh, they, they should know what's happening in terms of their, their business. They should know how the sales are going, the inventories are going, inflationary pressures and the like. Um, so if they know what's happening in their business, you get enough of those purchasing managers together, you should know what's happening in terms of the economy. And uh, what we're hoping to see is signs of uh, an expansion of activity, uh, both in the manufacturing and the services sector. It's good that you explain that because I think sometimes, you know, we often hear PMIs and that gets thrown around willy-nilly, but um, sometimes it's good to, good to provide a bit of detail of, um, of what that actually measures. And that, that, uh, those readings are generally 50 is like the, the flat, isn't it? Like the flat reading where it's, um, how would you explain that as far as what, what is expansionary and, and contractionary yeah, as far as a reading uh, over 50 basically yep. means that you've got expansion happening in the, the service sector or manufacturing yep. sector, whatever you're trying trying to measure. So um, that's yes, yeah, so broad, broadly yes, yeah, so what, what it is. You know, sort of a uh, and we we see these purchasing manager indexes right the way across the globe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be happening yes in Australia over the week. It'll be happening in the United States. It'll be happening in, in Europe, and, and they're. they're very timely indicators of the economy. Uh, so we're getting our early warning sign about you know, sort of how the, the economies are faring at the moment. Perfect. And look, um, dividends. So obviously after companies release their profit results, many of them start paying their dividends out over the, the coming weeks and, and month. And before that happens, of course, stocks trade ex-dividend, which determines whether or not you're going to get that payment. Mm. And for those that pay out those healthy dividends, uh, bigger stocks in particular, it can be a wait because if you buy a share when it's trading ex-div, you're no longer eligible to get that next payment. Um, so this could be a little bit of a wait, I think, on markets in the the upcoming couple of weeks. Um, on Monday, you've got Fortescue Metals ex-dividend. It's reduced the size of its dividend because of lower iron ore prices, yeah. but it's mm-hmm. still... 75 cents per share, which is about three and a half percent of its share price. Uh, we've got Santos, another around three percent of uh, of its share price today. On Tuesday, Origin Energy. Um, uh, you've got Evolution, Amcor, Domino's. On Wednesday, Telstra, which is paying its mm. biggest dividend in uh, in roughly six years, as far as the interim is concerned. So you know these are some big companies, and also on Thursday you've got the two big supermarket chains, X Dividend, Woolies and and Coles, and they've you know for the most part increased uh, their many of their metrics as far as sales and profits go, but also their their dividends too. So 
something to be aware of. Um, is there anything else next week that you think will be uh, important for investors to, to watch? No, no, I think it is a case at the moment for, for investors to be watching you know, anything you know, mm. sort of to get a better sense about where things are going because there's a fair degree of uncertainty about inflation, you know, interest rates and, and the like. And uh, um, I think what we need to, it's also fairly important is to put everything in context. You know, when you've got one figure, you know, so put it in line with you know, so some of the other indicators that have come out to see whether a picture is being painted. And uh, at the moment... Uh, as I mentioned yesterday, a lot of uncertainty. Yes, of course, our own central bank, yes, the last time that they met, um, deliberated whether it was going to be 25 or 50 basis points. They, mm. We had been yes, accustomed to just 25s. Mm. Then all of a sudden, yes, the last meeting, they said, well, no, perhaps we'll do a larger figure of 50 basis points. So, you know, it is still sort of the fact that central banks are a lot like you know, sort of investors and a lot like economists yes, at the moment. Um, there's a fair degree of uncertainty. We're just waiting for clarity so we can move on. Thank you, Craig. I hope you have a, a great week and I hope all the listeners do as well. Thank you very much.